Hello, welcome. You are listening to the Grain of Salt podcast. I'm Rachel, your host here, and I'm so excited to kick off this show with a topic that I'm sure you're hearing way too much about, um, whether you refer to them as goals or resolutions or intentions. We're going to be talking about them today and how you can make your 2020 the best year yet. But before we dive in, I should probably tell you a little bit about who I am. So like I said, my name is Rachel. I'm a college student and I go to the University of Florida where I am a fitness instructor. Um, I'm not studying anything health or fitness related, but I am just passionate about it. And my passion for health and wellness and fitness um, really began in high school. And a couple of years ago, I started my Instagram, Cilantro Soul, where it's just a place, kind of like a diary or just a log of my food adventures mainly. And I recently started incorporating more fitness into my Instagram, and I want to continue including more wellness aspects. Um, But instead of writing long captions on a lot of my posts, I wanted a different platform where people could really get to know me and know that they're not alone on their health and wellness journeys and know that there's someone out there who's probably struggling with the same things that they are. And if there's any advice or any knowledge that I can give back to someone that can help them down the line. That is just what I hope to do with this podcast. So hopefully as you listen to this podcast, you gain something, um, view things from a different perspective. And yeah, at the end of the day, I am just a 20 year old that doesn't really know what the hell she's talking about. So make sure you take everything I say with a grain of salt. That being said, let's go ahead and get started into today's topic, which is, of course, about the new year and goals. And what I want to first address is new year, new you. A lot of people say that. Um, Yeah, I think that's a really cringy saying, and I definitely don't agree with it. I think with the new year comes a lot of new motivation and a different approach in the way that you've been living, but I think it's new year, same you. Um, Just because it's a new year doesn't mean that you're a completely different person, as I said before, and this is a great start to get into your goals and tackle some of the things that you want to accomplish this year, but don't think that you're a new person just because it's a new year, and I really want people to understand that because You can have all these great ideas about what you want to change in your life, but at the end of the day, you're still the person that you are on the inside, a great human being, and there isn't necessarily anything you need to change or fix about yourself. You can always improve on certain things, but don't feel like you need to become this new person just because it's the new year. Um, So I really want to touch on goals and how to write them, maybe if you've already thought about your goals for the new year, this will give you a better idea about how to approach them. And if you haven't written down goals yet or haven't even thought about them, that is totally fine. Just because it's the new year doesn't mean that you have to write goals right away. Goals are something that can be timeless. You don't have to just start because it's the beginning of January, you know. We can set goals at any time in our lives. And I know that most people start their new goals in the new year, and that's totally fine. 
So with that being said, I want to give some pieces of advice that I have that I've learned along the way when it comes to my personal goals and just things that I've learned from other people that I want to share with you. And the first thing I want to talk about is writing down your goals. We often think about what we want to accomplish and have these big dreams in mind, but if you don't write them down, you're not going to be able to keep track of them. You might lose sight of them and it's not going to hold you accountable for these goals. So first thing you need to do is write that shit down, whether it's in the notes app on your phone, if it's in a journal, if you type it out on your computer, somewhere where you can refer back to it. I personally did this in 2019. I kept my goals in a document on my desktop on my computer, and it was there as a reminder for me. It really helped me track my progress and see how I was doing with my goals. It helped me realize what was working and what wasn't working. So yeah, leading into that is my second piece of advice is to hold yourself accountable. So you have to think what is going to happen if you don't do X, Y, and Z, if you don't work towards your goals. I want you to find a way that you can be accountable for yourself. And that can be along the lines of writing down your goals, maybe checking in on them once a month, once every other month, once every week, depending on what your goals are, so that you can keep track of yourself. Um, A lot of people have accountability buddies, which is a great way to hold yourself accountable. You can write a letter to yourself to open at a later date. And personally, what I do is I have a healthy habit tracker in my agenda, and that doesn't necessarily align with all of my goals that I have for the new year, but it's a way that I can track the things that I want to accomplish every single day, and I'll explain that a little bit more. So in my agenda, there's a section for a healthy habit tracker, and it marks out every day of the month, and you can write down any habits that you want to accomplish. For example, it could be reaching 10,000 steps every day. It could be getting a certain number of hours of sleep. Um, One of mine is wearing my retainer every day. Um, You could do read every day. Anything like exercising, whatever you want it to be, make a list of those. And at the end of every single day, I take a pen and I mark off all the boxes of what I did that day. And I don't beat up on myself. I don't get down if I don't do every single thing because that's totally fine. Sometimes we have off days. Sometimes we have on days. And that's okay. But just keeping track, holding yourself accountable. At the end of the day, I see what I did do and what I didn't. And I can choose what I do tomorrow in response to that. So if I didn't wear my retainer tonight and I wasn't able to check off that box, it's going to make me want to check it off tomorrow. So I think that's a really great way to hold yourself accountable. So now I want to go into the details of goal setting and how I personally like to look at goals. So I use the acronym SMART, which I'm sure many of you have heard of that in high school, maybe even in middle school. Um, But when I first heard smart goals. I always thought it was kind of stupid and pointless, but B 
being older now and actually looking into what these letters actually mean makes a lot of sense and I want to share this vital information with you all. So every letter in the acronym SMART stands for something and so I will go one by one and go into more detail. So the S in SMART stands for specific and when you're writing your goals I want you to think how are you going to accomplish these goals? Give me specific specific actions that you can take in order to accomplish these goals. A lot of people, I'm going to use the weight loss example because that is the most popular and the most easiest to talk about. Um, but people say their goal is to lose weight. Well, how much weight do you want to lose? When do you want to have the weight lost? How are you going to lose the weight? Are you going to eat a certain diet? Are you going to exercise a certain number of days? What are you going to do to accomplish that goal? So when you're writing down your goals, I want you to be as specific as possible. Very detailed. I think this is super important because if you are too broad with your goals and you are not specific enough, it is going to be more difficult to accomplish them. So that is S, specific. Now let's move on to M which stands for measurable. And this kind of goes along with specific, but I want you to think, how can you measure your goals? So going with the weight loss example, how are you going to measure how much weight you lost? Is it going to be a certain number of pounds? Is it going to be a certain number of inches off your waist? Um, I can use a personal example. One of my goals is that I want to read more, but that's not specific enough. So I want to read at least one book every month. So that month is going to be a measurable term that I can use. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much it when it comes to measurable. Basically just thinking, how are you going to track your progress down the line? All right, let's move on to A. And A stands for attainable. So you know yourself better than anyone else. And when you are writing down your goals, I want you to think is this something that I can accomplish? And I will use a personal example that I'm not super proud about, but I will share it because that's reality. And last year, one of my goals was to do three consecutive pull-ups. Did I get three consecutive pull-ups? No, I did not. But why? It's because when I first set that goal, it, it wasn't attainable for me. I didn't understand the work that I had to put in in order to achieve that goal. And I honestly just wasn't committed enough to tackle that goal. So if I were to rewrite that goal, I would probably start with one pull-up because that is something attainable. That is something that I know that I can achieve. And when you are setting your goals, I want, you, I want it to be something that is a reach for you. It's not impossible, but you can reach it with hard work. And I think that's what a goal should be. It should be something that... You see in the distance, and there's a possibility that you can reach it, but you got to put in the work for it. So, yeah, along with, um, along with attainability when you're creating your goals, I also want you to start small. So a lot of people go all in when it's the new year. You know, they have the all or nothing thought process and just want to change so many things at once. And in reality, it's very hard to keep up with so many different changes in your life. And like I said, it's the new year, but it is the same you. And you don't want to put too much on your plate. 
And so I think you definitely need to start small with your goals. It's okay to make multiple little changes, but I want you to achieve all your goals. And I think the best way to do that is to definitely start small. And you can always build up if you accomplish that small little step, shoot for an even bigger one. All right, we are going to move on to R. And R can stand for two things. It can stand for relevant and it can stand for realistic. And if you're looking at it um, from the realistic approach, I think that also goes with attainable and just assessing whether your goal is something realistic to you, if it's something you can actually accomplish. Um, But I want to really focus on, is the goal relevant to you? Is it something that you want to achieve for validation from someone else? Or is it something relevant to you and you only? I think it is so important when you are forming your goals that you are doing them for yourself. Because at the end of the day, you have yourself and these goals should be for you. They sh- you shouldn't be seeking validation from anyone else, not from a boyfriend or a girlfriend or your best friend or your parents, grandparents, anyone except yourself. Um, if you are going to feel bad about not accomplishing one of your goals, for example, say it's the weight loss goal and you don't lose the weight at the end of the year and you feel down on yourself and you're beating yourself up, that is not a goal. That is personal self-sabotage and you are not doing something for yourself so I think that when you are beating yourself up over your goals that is that is not what a goal should be it's not something that you should feel distraught if you don't achieve it I think you should be able to find more motivation to accomplish another goal down the line and Also going along with relevancy and goals is asking yourself if your goals align with your values. And I know that could be a little bit broad, but I can just give an example. So for me personally, I don't care what number my weight says on the scale. I would rather focus on how I feel and how I look. And so a weight loss goal is not something that aligns with my values personally. And if that aligns with your values, that is totally fine. I have nothing against that. Just personally, not something that I align my goals with. Um, all right, so let's move on to T in SMART, which stands for time-based. So when you're writing down your goals, you have to think, when do you want to accomplish this by give yourself a timeline because if you don't it's going to be 2021 and you're going to realize that you didn't accomplish your goals because you didn't set a standard you didn't set a specific time that you wanted to accomplish them so do you want to reach your goals by the middle of the year do you want to reach them by december next week once a month incorporating time into your goals is essential When a timer begins, we feel some sort of pressure, and I think in the case of goals, this pressure can be a good thing, and it could be motivating, and I think definitely having that time-based aspect in your goals is going to help you in the long run. So that's pretty much all I have for the 
smart acronym that's most of my advice i have when it comes to goals um i do i do just want to talk about a couple of personal things that i have incorporated into my 2020 document that i have on my computer um it includes some of my goals and i guess resolutions if you call them and at the top of this document i have a couple of quotes that i want to live by this year i guess you could call them mantras or intentions um but basically they're just things that i want to continue to carry out through this year and i will share a couple of them with you and talk about them so the first one is to live in an abundance mindset and i learned this from one of my favorite um influencers i guess i hate that word but um Taylor Gage has a podcast called She Thrives Radio, and she is just a health and wellness inspiration to me, and one of her episodes talked about the abundance mindset versus the scarcity mindset, and the scarcity mindset is thinking that there's not enough in this world for you to have. Kind of confusing, but she explains it a lot better in her podcast, but I will give an example of I guess, eating and living with a scarcity mindset would be saying, oh, I can't have that brownie because I, I, just, I just can't have it. But living in an abundance mindset means that there's enough brownies in the world that you can have it at any time you want. You don't necessarily have to have it now. You don't have to have it tomorrow, but there is enough in this world for you to have at any moment, so live in that mindset of abundance. And I definitely didn't explain that as well as Taylor did in her podcast, but um, I highly recommend you go listen to that if you want to learn more about that mindset. Um, My next little quote, mantra, intention that I have is to move and act with intention. So everything I do, I want there to be intention behind it. I'm not just doing things willy-nilly. I'm going to the gym to get something out of it. I am doing a certain move in order to strengthen a certain part of my body, and I'm doing things with purpose and with intention. And I think it's just important to live your life with intention. I talk about this a lot in my fitness classes. When I teach, I say to make every repetition, to do every repetition with intention, make everything intentional. So yeah, that's that's basically all I have to say about that. Take that with a grain of salt. (laughs) Ha ha. Um, Another one of my quotes is to be in control of your actions. So realize that you are in control of everything that comes in your path and you have the decision to make certain choices or not. Um, And my last two are to be selfish and be present. And selfish in terms of putting myself first. I definitely want 2020 to be a year of me and working hard and grinding out for myself and no one else. And lastly is to be present and just really appreciate every single moment. So yeah, that's all I have to share for my goals and resolutions. I did not know how long this episode would be, my first episode, but I think this just is good to give you guys a little taste of what I have to say. And I'm so excited. I have a lot of great things planned for this podcast. Um, I definitely want it to be something I can grow and work on, and I definitely meant 
to get this episode out on January 1st, but that was one of my goals, actually, but when it comes to goals, you also have to remember to plan for roadblocks and plan for things to not always go your way, and that's totally fine. Um, I did get sick in the new year, and there was problems with my computer, and I wasn't able to get out that first episode, and accepting that is okay, and it's okay to get off track of your goals. It doesn't mean you have to throw in the towel right away. Um, You can easily pick back up where you left off, and going back to the losing weight example, because I think a lot of people can relate to that, um, we all have off days, off weeks. You might get your period for a week. You might be sick. You might be going on vacation, and you can't necessarily um, keep track of your goals while you are in these certain situations. And I don't want you to feel bad. I don't want you to feel like you have to give up or completely start over because you don't. You can simply pick up where you left off, and that is totally fine. So going back to why this episode is coming out when it is. I did get sick and I'm just trying my best and that's all you can freaking do. Um, so with that being said, I wanted to thank you all so much for listening. Um, if you haven't written down your goals yet, like I mentioned in the beginning, totally fine. It's never too late. If you have already written down your goals, maybe take a look over them. Do they comply with the SMART acronym? Maybe get a little more detailed, a little more specific. Um, yeah, so share this podcast with anyone who you think might be able to take something away from it. Um, I really appreciate you listening if you have made it this far it's not really the longest podcast but this um is something that I was really nervous to do and I'm glad that I did it um if you would like to follow my Instagram it is cilantro soul you can find more frequent content on there mostly food with the occasional workout and wellness mindset content thrown in there. Um, If you have any suggestions of what you want me to talk about on future podcasts, please let me know. I would love to also hear your feedback. Um, If you could share this with other people and write a review, that would be super, super helpful, and I would really appreciate it. Um, So my goal for this podcast is to post an episode at least every two weeks, and that is something attainable that I think I can do. I think once every week, I'm not quite sure if I'm ready to make that commitment right now with spring semester of school starting soon. And I just, I do have a lot going on and I don't want to make a commitment that I'm not able to um, reach. So yeah, planning for every two weeks. I haven't figured out a set day that I want to post on, but stay tuned um follow this podcast on spotify so you can stay updated or apple Podcasts, whatever platform you're listening on and yeah that is pretty much all i have to say thank you all so much for listening and i will talk to you next time bye